Redeem the time. Redeem the unread vision in the higher dream. So write T.S. Eliot in his poem, Ash Wednesday. The poem which signifies his own redemption, as it was the first poem he wrote after he became a Christian. Uh, Eliot had written some of the most despairing and, and bleak poems of the 20th century, The Wasteland, Hollow Men, um, and uh, he was lauded by cynics and agnostics and atheists uh, and nihilists for his kind of postmodern despair and hopelessness. But after he became a Christian, his poetry began uh, to uh, reflect his Christianity. It, be it began to show forth redemption. It began to show forth um, hope. Uh, and the agnostic admirers of, of Eliot were very disheartened to, to see this occur. Um, he was a Unitarian, and he became an Anglican, so I, he wasn't a Christian, and then he, be, he became one. Um, and, of course, when he says this, redeem the time, redeem the unread vision and the higher dream, he's drawing from the Apostle Paul, who, writing to the Ephesians, says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. We're not familiar with that word circumspectly, but that just means walk carefully, pay attention to how you're walking. So he's saying uh, a fool wastes his time, a fool indulges in drunken carousing, a fool is not bothered by his selfish and aimless wandering, a fool is not careful with his time, but the wise redeem the time, and we can think of this in multiple kinds of ways. We can think of time as an age, redeem the age that we're in, and you can think of it as your own particular time, how are you spending your days, how are you spending your hours and your minutes. The wise know that the days are evil. The wise knows that his days are numbered. The wise knows and he asks God to teach him to number his days. He asks the Lord for strength and discipline in his work. He walks carefully, knowing that the world is a minefield of distractions. He walks circumspectly, knowing that the world is Normandy Beach in the summer of 44. The fool for the fool, the time is merely a pallbearer. Time is just carrying you to your grave. Time is just carrying dead men about. But for the wise, time is a river which carries you into eternity. It's like the sea current in the voyage of the Dawn Treader carrying uh, the Dawn Treader to Aslan's country. And if time is merely a pallbearer, we will despair. We will not have hope and we will give ourselves to wasting time. But if time carries us to heaven, we have hope and we will give ourselves to redeeming the time. Amen. We are redeemed and so we redeem things, including time, including the day. Jonathan Edwards understood this and he famously wrote um, 70 resolutions on, on uh, uh, how to live his life. And the fifth resolution reads as follows. He says, resolved never to lose one moment of time, but improve it the most profitable way I possibly can. As Christians, we should adopt this kind of resolution, this resolve. We have access to innumerable, innumerable distractions, but this has always been part of the human condition. This has always been part of, of mankind's struggle to redeem the time, to shun time-wasting activities. And uh, so uh, we ought to follow Edwards in this. And some of us can fall in the opposite category, few of us, but I think this is uh, a problem where we might deem it being a workaholic, where 
Uh, we are constantly thinking about redeeming the time and we give no room for rest. We give no breathing room for recreation. It's, it's even interesting that recreation is recreation. <laughs> There's this uh, idea of uh, being a sub-creator, as Tolkien would say. And so there's nothing wrong with listening to music or watching movies or television or checking Facebook or any of these things um, because we do need rest and, and it's fine to do those things, but those things can be a temptation to distraction. And so we do want to uh, be focused in, in what we're doing and we want to be industrious with what we're doing and, and glorify God in, in all that we, we do. So we would do well to hear the apostles exhortation to not be fools, but wise. These are the categories he gives us. The fool wastes his time. The wise redeems his time. And at the top of Edward's um, resolution list, he has this prayer. And I think we would do well. Uh, we can pray it ourselves. He says this, <laughs> being sensible that I am unable to do anything without God's help. I do humbly entreat him by his grace to enable me to keep these resolutions so far as they are agreeable to his will for Christ's sake. This reminds us of our need to confess. 